Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, this is Marty Swedberg. Welcome back to you. Welcome to you this afternoon. If you are listening live with us, we are glad that you're here. If you're listening to the archive later, welcome to you. And if you want to get the notes to follow along today with the training, you can do that at marniesfriends.com or Blog Talk Radio. Our topic today is the fear, the facts, and the fun of self-publishing, and our guest is Elaine Pierce from mypublishingcoach.com. During the next hour, buckle up and get ready because you are going to learn the number one reason why most authors never publish their work. We'll never do it. And uh, ways to overcome your fears of publishing your work. You're going to learn the good, the bad, and the ugly, realistic, down-to-earth facts about self-publishing, and also why it's hard to break into a market, how you can make sure you beat the odds, three tips to help you stand out from the rest, and the five people you've got to have on your team to help you succeed, plus four fun reasons why publishing your book is about more than making money. During this hour, Elaine is going to share all this with us and more, and Elaine is a great person to have teaching us today because she's a publishing coach who makes self-publishing easier by helping new inspirational book authors create, produce, publish, and promote their work. Authors who publish their books with Elaine's experience and marketing tools behind them often sell five times more books in their first year than most self-published authors sell in a lifetime. She's a natural encourager, and she uses her experience as a published author, combined with her marketing and journalism background to help new authors find a voice, produce and distribute their books, and build a platform of loyal fans and readers. Her website is mypublishingcoach.com, and I'd like to right now welcome you, Elaine. Thank you. It's great to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you here and to hear what you've got to share with us today because there are so many people who have a book inside of them and um, either that's where it's going to stay, otherwise they're going to get as far as paper or in their computer and that's where it's going to stay, otherwise they're going to get a little farther, but that's where it's going to stay. And you really help people to take their message to the broadest audience possible for each person. And I love that about you and about what you do, and I'm excited to hear what you have to share with us today. Thank you. You know, I believe a lot of writers have in them this story that will help other people and will inspire other people. And um, that what we do is we'll write it down and then we'll stuff it away in a drawer because we just don't know what to do with it next. Yeah. When I was, um, before I wrote my very first book, uh, which came out with St. Martin's Press in 1996, and I've gone on and wrote 12 books now, but before my first book came out, I really didn't want to write a book. I, I really wasn't thinking of myself as an author. All I wanted to do was communicate something. And so what I did, Elena, is I interlibrary loaned over 200 how-to books trying to find one that was, would explain what it was that I was doing. And I read a lot of books. Some of them were really good. Some of them were not so great. And along the way, I started thinking, you know, I could probably do better than that myself. <laughs> and then when I realized that nobody else was doing what I was doing, then I, you know, library loaned about 30 books on how to write a book. And I started from there. But I think that there is a lot of intimidation for most people. I'm, you know, I'm very much of a self-learner like that and very highly motivated like that. But for most people... The thought of writing a book is pretty daunting. The thought of writing a book that no one will ever read is almost, you know, really, why would you do that? But a lot of people do it. So what is, what is the number one reason why most authors never publish their work? They go to all the effort to think about it and to write it down, and then it never goes anywhere. Why? 
Well, you know, I often say that publishing your book is like running naked through your neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're very vulnerable. And um, I think that, I mean, there's fear that runs through us, and I think that there's three kinds of fear that keep us from publishing our work. One is that fear of failing. You know, what if I put it out there and nobody reads it or nobody cares or everybody criticizes it? We artists are very sensitive people. And so, um, you know, putting something out there for the world to critique is a very scary and daunting thing. The second kind of fear I think that we have is a fear of succeeding, which sounds Mm -hmm. odd, but a lot of us, you know, we, we wouldn't know what to do with ourselves if we succeed. Um, we think we have, you know, mindsets that are holding us back that think that we're not worthy. Writers have this a lot, too. We don't think that our, wor- our writing is really worthy of making money or being out publicly distributed. Um, and so there's that, that, that fear of, oh, my gosh, if I succeed, what in the world am I going to do? And then a third kind of fear is that fear of the unknown. I can't tell you how many writers come to me and they say, you know, I have a book or I have a manuscript. I just don't know what to do next. I don't know who to trust or where to go, kind of like you did, you know, with going to the library and getting hundreds of books on on what to do. There's so much information out there now, but a lot of it is contradictory. And it's a new thing that you have to learn. And so it's kind of scary to um, learn a new thing while you're running through your neighborhood naked, you know, um, being vulnerable to everybody. So I think that that fear is, is what keeps us from taking our manuscripts off of our hard drives or out of our filing drawers and deciding the world needs to read this. Yeah, uh, I think it boils down it boils down to the passion of your message. If you're just if you're just kind of writing it down um, for the sake of writing it down, or because you have an idea or something, I don't know if that's going to carry too many people past these three fears. When someone is really passionate, I've got to get this message out to the world. A lot of times that alone can help them get past these three. But what are some of the other ways that people can overcome their fears? to go ahead and publish their work. Let's say that they're in the middle. They don't have zero passion and they don't have overwhelming passion. They're just right, kind of the average writer right in the center with some passion but a lot of fear. Right. Um, well, like you said, believing in your purpose. When I work with clients, I always start working with them on their mission statement. Why is it that mm-hmm. you're doing what you want to do? Because that purpose then becomes bigger than the book. If your purpose is to share your story of hope, you know, because you've, like in my instance, you know, I I lost my child, and so my book, um, he was was born with a heart defect, and he lived for two weeks, and my book talks about how I dealt with that, and I had to get it out there in order to help other people that I knew who were struggling with grief issues. So it wasn't about the book, it was about helping others through Mm -hmm. their grief. And so if you can find that bigger purpose through your message, that reason that you need to get it out, that's one of the biggest ways to overcome your fear because then it doesn't matter if it succeeds or fails. You are fulfilling that purpose. You are, you are 
living that mission that you have, and that's what's bigger than your book. The second thing is, is what you and I. Uh, sorry, the second thing is is what you and I both did was go in and know the facts. You know, know what it takes to publish your book and uh, what other kinds of books are out there that are like yours and. You know, just be educated. Be educated about what you need and how much money you need to do it and, and uh, what your audience wants to hear. Education, I think, is a big um, way to overcome your fear because then you're, you're armed with knowledge. And yeah. the biggest thing that you can do is get good people on your team. Get Surround yourself with a cheerleader. There's a a reason why cheerleaders in your life are good. You need people around you who are going to encourage you and help you and um, just kind of lift you up on those days when it's overwhelming and hard. Yep, absolutely. I I was um, thinking as you were talking about the mission statement about one of the interviews that I did on a radio station early on after my first book came out, and the interviewer said to me, so this is your first book, and what is it going to take for this book to be a success in your eyes? Which I thought was a great question. And I had to just think for a second, and then I just said, you know what, it already is a success because mm-hmm. I have gone through all the work to write it all down, to have it all edited, to get it published, and now it's available to people. And I'm out here you know, letting people know that it's here so they can get it if they want it and they don't have to have it if they don't want it. But my part, I feel like I was a success by doing that part, by doing the writing, the publishing, uh, the publishing and then the promotion of it. Now, for a person who is just listening and they've got a book inside of them, they might be saying, well, all I want to do is write it. I don't want to think about publishing it or promoting it. And the reality is that most authors don't have the luxury of not being involved in those second two steps. That, that's true. Um, I like what you said, though, about your perspective. I think success means something different to everybody. Um, you know, success to some would be getting a movie deal from their book. Others would be... Right. Uh, getting it, you know, on Amazon successfully and having people download it. But I think that unless you're just, unless you're journaling, which is a a very valid form of writing, um, just, you know, for your own personal growth or your own experience, that's one thing. But if you're writing stories, I believe that those stories are put into us, and it, it, this is for fiction or nonfiction. You know, if you're if you're sharing a story about your life in a memoir, or you're sharing a story about how to do something better in a you know entrepreneurial kind of book, or if you're sharing a fiction story, if you're writing it down, you're doing that story a disservice if you don't get it into the hands of readers. Because, you know, what's the point? Why did you write it down if you're not going to let people read it? You're, you're, you're being selfish with your gift, I think. This is Marnie, and I hope you've gained valuable insights and encouragement from the clip you've enjoyed just now. To access the remainder of this training program, click the link below or visit Marnie.com and search for the title of this audio. You'll find it at Marnie.com, that's M-A-R 
nie.com. And when you register today, you'll get instant and ongoing access to not only this training, but over 12 MP3 trainings on this very topic, including the PDF notes and contact information, so you can follow up with your favorite experts anytime you have time. Again, it's all available to you right now at marnie.com. That's M-A-R-N-I-E.com.